Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Welcome, everyone, to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Thanks so much for joining us. Happy Saturday. Hey, before we get into the program, we've got some great, great stuff coming up that I think you're really going to learn some great information. We're going to be talking a lot about insurance and, and, and how insurance works and how important it is in the selling process and, of course, in the buying process because guess what? 90%, about 5% of sellers are going to be buying a new home. So that's going to be really good. But before we even get into that, I, I've been making predictions and I've been having pretty good success. I, I ruled out that the Cubs weren't going to make it to the World Series. I'm pretty happy that I got that one right. And before I forget, the Astros have just won the World Series. First time in, I don't know, 50 years or maybe ever that they've ever done it. So I'm throwing it out there right now. This is pre-recorded, in truth in advertising. Uh, this is Wednesday morning, and the game hasn't been played yet, but I'm feeling pretty good about the Astros. Having said that, let's kind of talk a little bit more about what we're going to be talking about in this first segment. As I mentioned, we're going to be talking insurance in the next three segments. Uh, the second segment after this one, we'll be talking about how to pick an insurance agent. You know, what are you looking for? It's an important investment to buying a house, and you want to make sure you have the coverage that you need. Secondly, uh, which would be the third segment, we'll be talking about why when selling your house is the best time to start shopping for an insurance agent or insurance company. We'll talk about both of those things, and I think uh, uh, I'm really excited about this because I think we need some great information. Mainly because you know, many times people have an escrow; they never really look at their insurance, and I think that um, I think that maybe they should. We see that quite often from from sellers. Look, we're not insurance agents, but we see enough houses that we see, quite frankly, we see some some of the things on what is the closing statement of what people are paying, and boy, well, they just seem a little bit high. Sometimes a lot high. So you want to definitely be in uh, be a part of that uh, that segment. And then the next segment we'll be talking about is. You know, don't wait. Uh, it's always best to get ahead when you're purchasing a house. Again, most sellers, 95% of the time, they're going to be buying a house. So the importance of getting ahead of the game when picking out insurance and making sure the house that you're purchasing is going to hit the requirements that you need, not only for the insurance, but to make sure there's nothing wrong with the house internally. And the good news is 90 95% of the time there isn't, but that 5%, that's what we're always concerned about there could be a problem, and, and we'll talk more about that in that segment. And this week, I'm changing things up a little bit. I'm not doing the tip of the week. We've got, we've got a, a special guest uh, that is going to be talking about a charity event that I cannot encourage everyone more to get involved with. It's a great event. Uh, I'm not going to give it up too much. I want you to stay tuned for it, but I think it's going to be well worth your time. It's a, it's a special event. It's kind of close to my heart. And it's a charity that's coming up that you can get a part of, be a part of. It's November 9th, but uh, you'll hear more details uh, later at the end of the show. So with that being said, kind of run down uh, one more thing is, is the market has been going great. Uh, we haven't seen this market in years, and that's a fantastic thing. So we don't know when it's going to stop. Again, three-month windows is what we usually go by. We know in three months. The market can change, good or bad. 60 days is 50% of the time. 
30 days, it uh, rarely, but it can change that quickly. So if you're still looking to sell your home, this is a fantastic time. People want to get in before the holidays. They just are. And so putting your house on the market now can be, uh, be, be a great thing for you. We've had some great success stories that we've heard about and, yes, that we've sold ourselves. And I want to let you know, uh, most of you have been listening to the show. My guess, we've been on for, I don't know, I think going on four months now. Uh, already know that you can get the book free. I, I wrote a number one best-selling book called Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Get Your Home Sold for Top Dollar and Fast in the Metro St. Louis Market. You can get that book. Go to ReadySetSold.org, not.com, ReadySetSold.org, not.com, and get the book. It's absolutely free. Again, many people have already gotten it and have enjoyed it. And what it does is it really tells you step-by-step what you need to do so that you can have the confidence that you deserve and want when it comes to selling your home. And that's really important. And not only can you have the confidence, but you can have a fast sale and get top dollar. And we've seen this happen time and time again. I always tell people this is 12 proven steps. This isn't theory. This isn't conjecture. If you get the book, read the book, you'll be amazed at the success you can have. We love you naturally to use us, but if you don't, that's okay. Use that information so when the time is right to sell, and I think right now still is the time, uh, to have the information so you can move forward and, and make it uh, actually a enjoyable experience selling your home. And that's kind of what we believe. I'm passionate about real estate. I think selling your home can be enjoyable once you have the information that you need in front of you uh, to get the job done. And so that's really important. In this first segment, I want to talk about, we talked about what we'll be talking later in the show, but this first segment, what I really wanted to talk about is what is a contingency and how it's a normal thing when it comes to the sale in real estate, sale of your home in real estate. A contingency is very simply, I think most sellers know this, even most buyers know that, it's something has to happen for the buyer to move forward to buy, purchase a house. That traditionally is going to mean that they need to sell their house or they have their house on the market, whether it's under contract or not under contract, being sold. And before they can be able to afford or be able to, to, to purchase your house, that action has to happen. Very, 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 very common. There are also other contingencies. I'm not going to dwell on too much. They're built into the offer. There's a finance contingency, meaning is if you don't, uh, if the buyer can't prove that they can they, they can do the sale of your house, uh, that's a finance contingency. So it's based on them being able to prove that. We've talked about that numerous times on the show about the difference between having a pre-qualification letter and a pre-approval letter and the importance of that. Always getting the pre-approval letter is 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 always the best. Uh, best method to go with it, but that becomes really important uh, on the sale, but that is a contingency. Also, the home inspection, that's a building contingency. If you can't come to agreement on the house, and hopefully there's nothing major wrong, but if there is something major wrong, if that contingency isn't met, guess what? The buyer doesn't have to purchase your home. With that said, what I want to talk about, though, is, is before is traditionally what this is, is a house being sold, that the buyer needs to sell before they purchase your house. Every situation is different. Every situation is unique. But to kind of give you an idea behind that is that you shouldn't just blow off contingencies just because they have one. 
again, many times the house may be under contract that the buyer has, and they need to have their house sold. And that comes really into play, especially if you as a seller have a $200,000, dollars $400,000 house, it's very likely that they're going to have a house they need to sell. Ideally, it's under contract, and they have a closing date that's going to match the same time that they purchase your home. And guess what? You very well may need to do the same thing. If you have a $200,000 home and you're looking to purchase a $400,000 home, many times you need to have your house sold before you can get approval to be able to buy the $400,000 home. So that's the number one thing. It's a very common thing. What you want to be very careful of is too many times that we see is agents have kind of a general rule. Don't take contingencies, no matter what. You just have a complete sale with no contingencies, nothing, you know, nothing to sell. Those are great when you have them, but they don't come around very often. And we have a situation just recently where we had somebody that the seller had an offer come in. It was contingent on the sale of another house the buyer, uh, the buyer had. And the agent just flat out said, don't take contingency. Your house is going to sell. It's only been on the market for three weeks. Uh, you can get one without a contingency. Well, unfortunately, three weeks more went by, and three weeks more went by, and basically we're almost up to three months' time before another offer came in. The seller naturally would have been much better off to have taken that contingency potentially to make the deal go and be out of that house in one month versus being uh, still in the house three months later. That's really important to understand. The contingencies are situational. That doesn't mean you have to take the contingency, but it just means that you, you and your agent should have a conversation about it. We've seen situations where the house has been on the market for five months and the only offer that comes in is the contingency and they haven't sold their house, the, the buyer. In that situation, it may be the best advice to do is to take that contingency and write out the situation. So it just really depends on what exactly the contingency is, what is the timeline, where are you at, what's going on with it, and your agent should be able to give you some information about that so you can make a decision that works best for you. With that said, as I said, we're going to be talking more about insurance. A special guest, Joe Harness from Harness Insurance, is going to be with me. In the meantime, hey, how about getting that book? I think you're going to enjoy it. Make it a Christmas present, for goodness sake. So holidays are coming up. Give it to a friend. Again, it's absolutely free. Go to readysetsold.org, net.com, readysetsold.org, net.com. Pick up the book. With that said, we'll see you in a few. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Belt, and I'm really excited to have this guest on before. Yes, he is a good personal friend. I've known him forever. Um, but besides that, he's also one heck of an agent that, that knows his stuff. He's an independent agent, and that's, a, that's also a, a big plus, at least I believe. I've used him again since I was 19 years old. That's been, what, 10, 15 years ago, right, Joe? Yeah, yeah it's close to Yeah, that. yeah. It's our story, right? So we got to tell it, right? That's right. That's right. Anyway, on the line with me is Joe Harness, and he's the president of uh, Harness Insurance. Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks, Brian. How are you doing? How's the real estate business? Real estate is booming. Things are going very, very well. Thank you. Great. Uh, we, we haven't seen this type of uh, type of basically sales in in years, and so that's been fantastic. 
And and one of the reasons why I wanted to get you onto the show was is we've talked about realtors before, how to choose one. That's important. But this segment I want to dedicate is how to choose an insurance agent. And and no one, you know, like you with the years of experience, you've seen it all, you've seen online uh companies. I'm not saying they're they're always good or always bad. But but what we've found is is when we're dealing with with buyers or sellers that the important one of the important factors is trust. Is is do you like the agent that you're talking to? I mean, I'm sure that comes up to you all the time, right? Yeah, it, it, it's huge, Brian. I mean, I, I I think it's it's so important that that somebody can feel comfortable with the agent they're with. I think they need to be local um, because then you're talking to the same person all the time in reference to all your coverages. Because uh, insurance can be very complex, even even on the personal side, when you start combining home and auto and and all the coverages that are involved in homeowners uh you know you don't you don't necessarily want to just go out and buy what the bank requires you need to buy what you need to protect yourself and that can be a huge difference it sounds like it can it can because the all the all the bank is concerned about is the amount of the loan the coverage to cover the amount of the loan and they require flood insurance if you're in a in a hazard a flood hazard zone uh and then basically fire and wind but there's so many other coverages mine subsidence earthquake personal injury liability you know if you have other residences that you rent um you know if you have a, a condo down at the lake if you own a boat i mean there's so many things that that can be involved in a homeowner's purchase it, it, you really need somebody that you can can trust and sit down and work with and educate you well you know and that's something that uh, that's a great point that you made there because uh you know m- most home and we talk about this because if you're selling 95% of the time you're going to be buying another home and and it's good to know that you know the bank may have a minimum requirement but that's just for them to get their money back I mean, right. That's, that's exactly. really what you're talking about, right? Just to get their money back, and that's yeah. not going to. They're, cover, they're covering their loan. They're covering right. their loan is basically what they're doing. Yeah. Right, and that's not going to cover you if something, God forbid, happens on the other side. So that's that's a that's a great point that you made. Uh, I really like that. And I think something else that you said that kind of goes hand in hand is the availability, not only of the local connection, and yes, you can go online and and what have you, and I and I, and I get that. But I know a lot of our sellers, uh, you know, really like the the personal attention that they can get from talking to someone, and and, and yes, even sitting down with them and taking the time to make sure, like you said, insurance can be complex, and I think I think that's so important, don't you? I mean, what you said about just taking the time, uh, working out some half an hour, an hour, whatever it takes. Yeah, I mean, there's there's buying. so many there's so many coverages in in a homeowner's policy, and and people don't you know get their policy and take it home and sit down and read it. I mean, that's that's what we're here for, and that's that's what we try to do is is educate our clients on on the coverages that are in the policy, how they apply to them, how how it applies in the event of a claim, you know, those type of things, and 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 that's that's where we're talking to them on a one-on-one basis, face to face. Um, you know, whereas if, if you're doing it online with somebody, you, you never end up talking to the same person. You know, every time you call, you're always talking to somebody different. 
you may get different answers from from different people that you talk to you know whereas with us being local and, and independent we work with multiple companies you know we're here to counsel you and educate you on the world of insurance well yeah and, and like i said it's like anything else uh you know people people get insurance they don't think a whole lot of it but you know what until something happens and right. and that's really that's really the badge of 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 i think any 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 business but i think insurance is is just the same that all of a sudden something goes wrong it's a lot different than sitting there uh, as you said, trying to get online. And again, it's not saying that all online companies are are, are bad or good. I mean, right. there's great ones out there. But but having that personal conversation uh, is is so huge. And we found that with 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 people that we work with um, that really enjoy that. And and the, and the other aspect of it that I think is really important is is once you have that communication line, once you have that trust built in, that you know that the agent isn't going to oversell you. They're going to meet your needs. And I think that's always kind of a fear that people have. And maybe you run against uh, run up against that sometimes, Joe. Yeah, we do. I mean, we, we see, you know, homes that are overinsured. You know, they're, they're carrying more coverage than what they actually need. Um, and, and we look for those things. You know, we, we always like to get a copy of, of people's current coverage so that we can analyze what they've got now, what they what they need what they may not need you know um so that's that's part of our our job too is to analyze what they have now and then make recommendations as to what we can change what we can lower maybe go to a higher deductible you know maybe they're carrying a very low deductible which you know tends to to keep the premium higher uh whereas they could they could maybe go to a higher deductible and, and save a few dollars you know well, a few dollars or even a few thousand dollars. I mean, I've heard stories. I know you have stories too. That, you know, it can it can be significant. We're going to be talking in in another section coming up, another segment coming up, more about that. But you know, the one thing that I, I really love that you talked about that that you hit upon, and that was the fact of maybe if it, maybe you have a good policy, okay, and that you know I know knowing you, but I think it's important for our listeners. That your your agent, if if you have a better deal, stay with it. Don't you know you don't have to change. And I think right. just a review of the policy and having that trust factor is huge. And I, and I know that's one of the things that you you talk about a lot. You know that you're not out there to just get the business. No, no. I mean, if I if I look at somebody's policy and and I think they've got good coverage and they've got a good price, you know, I'll tell them you're fine. I you know, that's you know that's. That's just what I'm here for to counsel. I, you know, if I can give them better coverage at a, at a better price, or, or you know, give them better coverage and it may cost them a little bit more, but I look at the coverage side a lot to make sure that sure. their needs are met. But mm-hmm. if if they've got a good policy, you know, I've I've turned business away. I, you know, if you've got a good policy, stay where you're at. You know. Awesome. Yeah, and that's good to know. Hey, we're running out of time in this segment. Uh, just a friendly reminder, uh, the book is available. It's free to people, listeners uh, that are listening to the program. We've had great success with it. A lot of people have already ordered it. Go to ReadySetSoul.org, not.com, ReadySetSoul.org, not.com. Get the book during the break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about why, when selling your house, it's the best time to start shopping for insurance. See you soon. 
Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Ryan Bell. You can spend some time with Joe Harnest of Harness Insurance Company. He is the president, CEO uh, of the company, been around forever. And last uh, last segment, we talked about uh, how do you choose one. We talked about the importance of a trust factor. Uh, also, the importance of communications. Yes, you know, online can be good, but, you know, sometimes you don't know who you're getting. And it could be a different person every day or every every hour for that matter. can work out, and it does sometimes, but many times just having that simple conversation is really important. And then knowing what you have, that somebody's not going to oversell you and how important that is when you pick your insurance agents, that they know their stuff and they're going to take care of you. And the second one we're going to talk about, though, this time is, is why when selling your house, it's the best time to shop for insurance. As I've mentioned before, about 95% of all sellers are going to become buyers. And often what we find out is that most people have it in escrow. So they don't really know what their policy is. They may get a letter every quarter or every year or something like that, but they don't pay a whole lot of attention to it. Uh, they just kind of know that their monthly bill is this. It goes up a little bit for their you know, uh, principal, entrance, taxes, insurance. They don't think much about it. But what we find, Joe, is is that quite frankly, and you have a story that actually talks about that, of why it's so important to, you know what, just you know, talk to a few people. Talk to uh, a couple of local agents and get a better handle. Make sure that you're getting the policy that uh, that you need. And, and Joe, you had a you had an example of that that we talked off, off air about how important that can be. Yeah, Brian, I, you know, so many people don't, don't necessarily read their policy when they get it initially. And, and if you've been in your home for a while and you've just been accepting the renewals and, and they've been paid through your escrow, you, you don't look at the renewals necessarily. You don't pay that close attention to it. So when, when you're going to make that big move, is a great time to just really dig in and, and review all the coverages, especially if it's been sitting there for a number of years because there are a lot of, of new coverages and changes in the industry uh, that are of benefit to you. One of them right off the top of, of my head that, that we offer on every home policy is personal injury liability, which these days is very important. That liability expands your liability on your policy to pick up libel, slander, false arrest, defamation of character, invasion of privacy. And those are all huge, huge issues with today's social media. You may not have that on your policy now because it's it's you know relatively new and it, it it wasn't always sold in the past, but as as the social media era has come about, it's become more and more prevalent and more and more important. I think feel for people. Yeah, and you and that's true. I mean, we unfortunately uh, tend to be more of a Sue happy um, country than I know. Everyone talks about that we need to take personal responsibility, but sometimes, unfortunately, we don't see a lot of that. Uh, and I'm sure you see less of that maybe just in the business that you're in. Uh, but one thing I do want to mention, though, is is you, you talked about the actual savings. And, and off-air, you talked about an online company. Again, they're not all bad, but there was an online insurance company. And, and maybe you can kind of fill us in of, of the difference in pricing. Yeah, I, I had a, a person that was referred to me uh, either a year or two years ago and and they had purchased uh, and the person that referred them to me said you know you know you're really paying way more than what I think you should be you know in comparison from what he was seeing 
and so I said, yeah, I'll be glad to take a look at it. And and as it turns out, the the person had had purchased the the home coverage through a subsidiary or a a connection that an online auto carrier had had uh, put them with. And when we did the total review of the policy on the home, we come to find out that they're overinsured by a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, and, and we did, I mean, we went out, we looked at the house, we measured it, we went to the county and looked at all the square footage, what was in it, we interviewed the client, you know, how many bathrooms, is it? Is the basement finished, the whole, the whole thing. And we... We we did it as detailed as we possibly could, and there was no way we could get to the replacement value that they had it insured for. Uh, and it wasn't anywhere near what the bank was requiring either. So as it turns out, we wrote the coverage, uh, saved them a lot of money, actually, and then we ended up writing their auto business as well. And the money that we saved them on the home actually paid for their auto insurance for a year. So it was it was unbelievably a huge savings, and, and that's the reason why. And you made those good points uh, about that we you know you don't pay much attention to it. And so when you're trying, you know, when you're looking to sell, there's a lot of things going on. I appreciate that, but you know, just another reason why you want to start shopping in advance and start making sure that you do have the coverage that you're going to want for your next house and maybe even current, your current house right now. Yeah, With that said, our segment, our time's about wrapped up right here. We're going to be talking more to Joe in the next segment. You definitely want to stay tuned. Listen to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Doe. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Doe. We'll be talking insurance today. And uh, quite frankly, I've been doing real estate for a very long time, but it's always great to, to talk to a real professional uh, that has been doing this for, for some time because I can always learn some things uh, myself. And, and hopefully I know your listener, uh, the listeners are, are, are doing well with it also. In the second segment, we talked about the importance of trust when choosing an insurance agent. Uh, the segment uh, just before this one, we talked about the need to you know, start shopping for insurance. It's, it's, not a very, it's always a great idea when, after you've sold your home or even right before you're selling your home, to just double-check to make sure that the insurance you have, the coverage not only covers you in your new house, but you're not missing anything that you might need uh, in a new house. That uh, Again, social media, that things have changed as far as coverage goes in today's market. And it's been, maybe it's only been three years, but it might be time to, uh, to, to, to shop out the, your insurance. With that part of it done, what I want to really get into is is uh, kind of a piggyback on that is don't wait until the last minute to get your house insurance. And I can kind of give you some of my insights to that. We've been at, at closings, and 24 hours beforehand, the, the, the home buyer has not gotten insurance and hasn't even started the process. Now, I know they're supposed to buy the agreement that they signed, uh, get it within the first seven to ten days, but it, you know it doesn't always work out that way, and that can create serious problems, not only for the buyers, of course, but also if you're the selling side, that's a problem. But as you sell your house and you're sitting at the closing table, it can have the same effect on both sides, and that is a delayed closing. Our closing that gets pushed back as much as a week. We've seen actually 
some go a little bit longer, but there was just some some concerns on the insurance and what exactly they needed. It was just not something you want to do. And Joe, how, what is a good timeline? And I'm speaking with Joe Harness, the president of Harness Insurance Company. Just a friendly reminder that what is important timeline that 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 sellers should know, buyers should know when it comes to insurance. Well, Brian, um, I, I think a good rule of thumb is, is three to four weeks in advance of a closing date. Um, that way, you're, you have the time to review the coverages. We can get the, the estimated premium uh, to, the, to the title company so that they can figure it in for the closing cost if you're going to pay your premium at closing. Um, it gives us you know, the time to uh, really look at, at the property and, and make sure that there's no issues. Uh, you don't want to run into situations where there's been prior water damage or sewer backup in the home that you're buying. Uh, you know, the, the company that you're going to may say, well, we see you know, in a claims report that you've had water damage or that house has had water damage. We may need some proof that that's all been taken care of and remediated and everything else, you know. So that could push, push the timeline back too. So I always like to be out as far in front of a closing date in in putting a homeowner's uh, proposal together and getting premiums together as possible, so that you don't run into those problems and you don't get down to the last minute. Uh, and it just creates a lot of uh, problems for everybody all the way around. You know, the the realtor, the yeah. title company, the bank. You know, sure. You know, I love what you said there, and and I think again in the agreement in the Metro East and the Edgerville, Poundville, all that areas, Belleville, Charlotte, Swansea, Waterloo, uh, in the agreement it actually gives you ten days to acquire it. So that three week window is a, is a good window to shoot for. Um, when you're when you're looking for insurance, it does give you plenty of time. One thing I do want to point out, though, because sometimes uh, people will, will talk to me and they say, well, this is going to happen to me or not going to happen to me. Look, 90, 95% of the time, insurance is going to work out just fine. You're not going to have those issues that, that Joe described. But, boy, when you do, that can create some serious problems and some headaches that you really don't want to go through. So what really what I, I love what Joe's talking about is is getting ahead of it. Just knowing the information that you need to have so you can make the decisions accordingly. 90, 95% of the time, there's not going to be any serious problems with the house. All is good. But that 3 to 4 to maybe 5% of the time, that's what we're really talking about here. And that's why getting ahead of the game is it, it can be so critical. The other thing I, I like what you said too, Joe, was is, is the in-depthness that you guys do of, of really taking the time to make sure that what, what the home seller is, well, in this case the buyer, but they've sold their home now and they're buying a home, uh, make sure that they really, that you both have a both have a great understanding on what exactly they're purchasing and the insurance they're going to need. Yeah, Brian, I mean, we, we like to put all the options on the table and then we can discuss each of the options and then it's, it's up, you know, to you as, as the client, as the insured, to pick what you want, you know, if, if you don't want a particular coverage, we can we can take that out of there. But we like to show you all the available options and explain to you what they provide and how they protect you going forward. And then it's it's your choice, you know. And, and obviously, 
you know, picking things like whether you want earthquake or whether you want mine subsidence or, or flood insurance, you know, those are all different things that are options, you know, that you can or cannot take. And obviously, if you don't take them, it's going to save you money. If you do, it's going to cost you a little bit more. But we like to lay it all out on the table and let you decide after you understand the importance of each of those types of coverage. Yeah, and that's so true. I just I just had a buyer uh, complaining about exactly what you said. Now, these were local agents, so I want to stress this. This wasn't an online company. These were both local agents. And what it amounted to was is they sent out uh, a bid proposal. And the buyer looked at it, and the numbers were off. They had no idea what they were looking at. They didn't know the coverage. They didn't understand why the prices were different. And it was just pick and choose. And it was very frustrating for them. And they didn't really know what direction to go. And that's that's when we were talking about the importance of sitting down, talking with somebody, having a conversation. It could be a 10-minute conversation. It doesn't have to be maybe necessarily drawn out, right, Joe? I mean, it just right. might be a situation. It's something very simple that would be easily explained. Right, right. It, yeah. And that makes all There's the A lot of coverages that are basic in a policy, but it's it's the ones that aren't basic and aren't included that you have to, to look at and understand um, in the process. Awesome, awesome. Hey, thanks so much for spending some time with us, Joe. I really do appreciate it. I know the listeners will, too. Uh, again, I've been talking with Joe Harness, the president of Harness Insurance Company. And we're going to be going to our last segment. We're going to have a special announcement about a, uh, a fundraising event that we'd love everyone to get involved with. You're listening to Ready, Set, So with your host, Brian Vogt. Welcome back to Ready, Set, So. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. And as I mentioned in the first part of the program, that we have a special guest today. And I'd like to introduce Pat Mayberry Vecchio. And I believe I pronounced that right, correct, Pat? You sure did. Hey, welcome to the show. And I know you've got an important event coming up, and we really wanted to get some uh some of our listeners behind it and everybody and anybody, whether they be in the St. Louis area or Illinois, doesn't matter. You've got an event that I'd like you to, to share with. That's all yeah. our listeners. Thank you, Brian. Um, my name's Pat Mayberry Vecchio. I'm with the Violence Prevention Center of Southwestern Illinois. I'm the Director of Development. Um, our upcoming event is the ninth annual Ladies' Night Out event. It's on November the 9th from 7 to 10 at the Four Points by Sheraton and Fairview Heights. And the event supports the Violence Prevention Center of Southwestern Illinois and the services we provide to victims of domestic violence and their children. If anyone's interested in participating in the event, um, they can call us at 618-236-2531, extension 130, and purchase tickets that way using their credit card. Or they're welcome to visit our website at www.vpc swi.org and there's additional information on there as well um, or they can also contact our look at our, uh, us up on their facebook page at facebook.com slash vpc swi awesome and, and i tell you what and i, I got to talk to pat uh, earlier uh, this week and the need is great it really is. There's been state cuts. I think most people in Illinois, unfortunately, know all about that, and the funding has been drying up. And so, so this really, really is important, uh, not only for the for the families, uh, for the the kids themselves, of of having these money so they can keep on doing the great work that they're doing and what Pat's been involved with and others in the organization have been doing. So, really, really, you know, basically dig a little deeper. 
uh, get involved with it. Find out uh, how you can, uh, as Pat mentioned, the ways to getting involved with it, contacting either her directly uh, or going online. But, but, but really get involved. Give what you can. Again, November 9th, this is coming up. It's the ninth year. Uh, so you've had some great success, and we want it to be even the best year ever that you ever had this uh, this time, Pat. Most definitely. This is our ninth year. It's a fun evening. We had 245 women there last year. Um, it's heavy appetizers, drinks. We have a disc jockey, fisheye fun for photo booths, about 22 vendors, about 10 service stations, lots of raffles and 50-50s throughout the evening. And all of the profits and proceeds go toward the services we provide to victims of domestic violence. One in three women and one in four men have been physically abused by an intimate partner. And unfortunately, 70% of children that grow up in home where domestic violence exists will continue to perpetuate that problem unless intervention occurs. So it's imperative that these services that we provide to our community um, are able to be accessed by anyone who needs them. And unfortunately, as you mentioned, Brian, because of funding cuts we've received over the last several fiscal years, this event supports those services directly. I really appreciate the work that you do. It's awesome. And to the listeners, you know how to get involved now, so please, please support this, uh, this fantastic event. Hey, we're wrapping up today, uh, this week's show. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll see you next Saturday at 10 a.m. on Ready, Set, Go. Make it a great week.